This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Raw, the fight within a brand new podcast series hosted by me, Coogan Cassius. Over the course of the series, I'll be sitting down with some of the most high-profile figures from the world of boxing, including fighters, trainers, and promoters, in order to dig a little deeper and understand their own personal stories. This podcast is about much more than simply what happens inside the ring. It's about the journey, the sacrifices, the agony, the ecstasy, the highs, the lows, the tears, and the fears. It's about getting to know the person. Thank you for tuning in, and I really hope you enjoy it. If you do, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is suitable for over-18s only, as it may contain adult content and explicit language. Hello and welcome to Raw, the Fight Within podcast with me, Coogan Cassius. And this week, a little bit of a change. Delighted to welcome Combat Star. What are you? Love Island influencer. <laughs> Darren Till. <coughs> Darren, thank you for agreeing to come on this. No problem. I didn't really think you'd say no. I was never going to say no to you. No, no, you're just hard work to get hold of sometimes. Yeah, Everyone says that. But you're here now. Yep. Uh, how's life? How are you, first of all? Good, yeah. Good. Just finished training today in uh, in Rotunda. Been training there quite a lot, so yeah. Life is just the same for a fighter, isn't it? Anytime she is, we're just training and fighting, trying to stay out of trouble. That's my life. Trying being the... Trying. Trying. Always trying, Coog. Absolutely. Right, I'm going to tailor some of these questions to suit you because I know your background and your future potentially may involve boxing, we don't know, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to tailor some of the questions around yeah, your kind of expertise mm-hmm. in uh, combat sport. What, Darren, what was your first ever memories of either boxing or MMA? Like, What were the first ones, either or? Uh, my dad used to train in a, just a, a little small boxing gym after work, five o'clock after work every day, and one day... I used to play footy, I used to be actually a decent little footy player and he asked me to go with him. So I used to just go in there and hit the bags and that. So that was like the first, and I used to see all the, the older kids and that like fighting in, in the ring and that. That was the first time I'd like experienced the inside of the gym. But I'd had lots of fights when I was a kid outside on the streets and that, but 
I never knew what a gym was. That was about 10 at that point, 9, 10 or something. Do you remember the first ever fight you went to, as in, like, professionally, whether that be MMA or boxing? Whether my first fight or... Yeah, the first fight you ever attended. Profe I attended yes. to watch. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I think, right in saying it, was me coaches uh, at the time. Uh, he fought Muay Thai in Leeds. I think that was the first ever event I attended. It was about 13, 14 then. I think I could be wrong with that. No one's ever asked me that question. You've probably never had to think about it, have you? Well, but I, I don't remember the first fight. I'm a lot older than you, no. obviously, yeah. but I don't remember the first fight I went to just as a fan. I don't remember which one it is. Mm. I don't think a lot of people do, unless it was no. a memorable fight. Yeah. That, unless it was like a Tyson, something yeah. like that. But no, I don't remember. Was there anyone specifically that got you into, whether it was boxing or MMA? Was there anyone who used to watch or inspired you as a kid? The Rocky films, innit? Someone uh, else said that about the Rocky I bought, films. I bought the Rocky box set for 50 quid from HMV, literally five minutes from where we are now. 50 quid? 50 quid, yeah. And it uh, must have been on a sale or something. And uh, I used to just watch them, just every night, just watch them. I never used to watch five that much, five weren't that good, but I swear, I went through one to four, one to four, but this started break, I used to just watch. I used to put my wraps on as well, because my dad bought some wraps and like a pair of Everlast gloves. And I used to just watch them every night. That was that was probably the like the thing, but that wasn't the thing that got me in the gym. It was sort of I used to fight a lot on the pitch and that, and and, and like in 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 the street where I, used to, I grew up. It was quite rough where I grew up, so I remember my dad sort of like was the one who pushed me into into like getting into like boxing and and, and Thai boxing. But it wasn't kind of like a, a Mike Tyson back then that that kind of half inspired you or a Hagler or yeah. Hans or anyone like that. Not no. really. No, there wasn't like uh, a current fighter back then. I mean, we're talking, I'm, I'm 30 now, I was probably got into it in 2000 and, I was 92, 2002, it was 10. So you're talking like 2002, three. who was like the guy then? You know, I can't really, there was no one really who, who, who got me into it like that, like the current fighter back then, he was the best, you know what I mean? It was just sort of the Rocky films and my dad pushing me to get into a discipline. Do you ever think about if you hadn't kind of gone this way with MMA, that what you'd be doing now? Like, if that hadn't come into your life, what you'd be doing now? Professionally, or kind of just your life in general? I don't know, every fighter likes to say they'd be in jail or something, don't they? I just don't want to give that cliche answer, even though I was a little bit of a, a mad cunt. I probably still am now, but I, I feel like anything I've always put my mind to, I've always done really well in it, so whatever I would have been doing, even if it would have been on the streets, I probably would have been really good at it, because I've always been good at what, what I put my mind to. Um, you know, I'm quite a clever individual. You know, I've, I've got a few businesses going, you know, as a fighter, that, that's quite unheard of. So I feel like whatever I would have been doing, I would have been good at. I would have made a living out of it, a good living. Do you think you would have been, like, an athlete of some sort? I probably would have, yeah, because I was good, I was good uh, in school. I was good at a lot of things, like football, PE and stuff like that, so... I probably would have been an athlete. Like, listen, I'm not trying to blow me own trouble. I was a really good footy player. Like, there's a few people in boxing world now who could vouch for me as well. I could, you know, I, I was good. Obviously, it's different in footy if you make it or not. I don't know how, how easy or hard it is. I, I, I'm guessing it's a little bit harder, but I probably would have been some kind of athlete in some some way. Some people ask this question to like boxers. They come out with things like, um, I can't remember who would say what, but 
like bricklaying or scaffolding or Ricky Hatton said to me the other day that he would have been a carpet fitter because that was the family business, etc. But no other profession that you think that you might have swayed into if you hadn't got into what you're doing. I wouldn't have been doing all nine to five. I'm not trying to like yeah. like this that is that that is like the uh, the backbone of our country and the backbone of the world. You know, the man who gets up at seven o'clock goes into work for nine and comes home at five. They, 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 they're the proper workers. I, I just wouldn't I just wouldn't have been doing that. I, I just know I wouldn't have been doing that. I tried it once or twice and it just wasn't for me. I would have been doing something that suits my hour of waking up and stuff like that. So I I, I definitely wouldn't have been doing no like nine to five. It would have been something just totally different. I was always that guy anyway, doing different stuff. So you know. That guy. I like that. I was that guy. I was, was that guy. I'm still that guy. Do you remember as a kid the first ever fight you got into? In the ring? No, not in the ring as a child. Yeah, I do, yeah. Sort of. There was a few. How old were you? Mm, must have been about nine, ten. Like, proper fight was about nine, ten. It was in, in the streets. I remember I uh, was arguing with these lads. Uh, they were a little bit older than me. This is when I found out I had a thunderous left hand as well, and uh, the older lads knocked at my door while my mum was making me team. They were like, so-and-so wants you to fight now. And I was like, does he? Yeah, okay. And it's mad because I just threw me pants, and I was like, let's go then. Ran out the door, and uh, as I'm running down the street, he's there with his little fame, and I'm coming down with my little fame. I've just ran up and just went, boom, just hit him. And he's like, fell, and I just started on top, and just started hitting him every And then after it, one of the lads, who was quite older than me, I won't say his name, he, know, he probably knows who he is if he ever sees this. He, he was like, fucking hell, lad, you can fight, can't you? I was like, do you reckon, yeah? He's like, you've got a left hand on you there, lad. He's like, you're a lefty. He's like, that's good to be a lefty. I was like, yeah, it is right. And I then I just fucking used to have loads of fights in the street all, all the time. And then I had, had my fair share in school. But I got kicked out most of these girls, so that's when I sort of just dedicated on the fighting as soon as I got kicked out of school. Was you an eggy kid then? I was, just, I was just a mad kid, you know what I mean? I was just up for anything, just... I was up for anything. Like, you know, got caught a few times when I was a proper young and, like, fucking... Just doing mad shit. Really mad shit. My mum had a terrible time with me. I was, I, was, I was a little bastard. But no fault of your own? Were you provoked all the time? No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> fucking, fucking right, it was fault of my own. I was, I was a nutter kid, and where I grew up, there was, there was a lot of nutters around. We were in, you know, we had little nutters around us everywhere. I moved away from where, where I grew up, like when I was about 14, 15, anyway. You know what I mean? And then I come back as well, so I moved around a lot. And I travelled a lot when I was a kid, like, I got kicked out of my house when I was like 15, so I travelled to like Thailand and stuff like that, Romania. All in places fighting. That's when I was professional in like the the, the Muay Thai and, and the K1. At that age, at nine or ten, though, did you ever think to yourself, what it's like twenty odd year ago? Did you ever think to yourself that something you might want to do when you're older was compete, kind of in any kind of? I know it's a bit of an odd question because you're mm. nine or ten. What do you know at nine or ten? No, nothing. No, I, I remember that like when I fully got into the fighting, like when I started proper going, like every night when I was like 13 and I remember it was like school was in the way in my head back then and, and I remember that's when I was, I said, to, uh, my dad used to take me at the start and I remember he used to say to me, dad, yeah, this is, I'm going to be doing this now. So I was like, yeah, this is, I want this to be my job. And then I got kicked out of school and that's when I just started going, just off my own back on, 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 my, uh, on my bike every morning, every night, 
told the coach, I was like, listen, I've got more money to pay. Uh, you know, work, let's work something out. I'll just do anything I can do. And that was it. Then I was like, decided, right, I'm going to be a fighter from here. Do you remember a point in your life where you felt as though you were fighting a losing battle in anything that was happening in your life? Not really, no. No. It was specified for me. Just something that was happening in your life that whatever you were doing, it just weren't happening for you? No. 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 I, I think, and even at this point now, I've always been a guy to accept the, the, the bad with the good. I don't feel like a lot of people can do that. Like so, when you have losses or let's say setbacks in your in in your personal life, uh, other people deal with them differently. I've just always dealt with them like it's just a setback. I haven't dealt with it any other way. You know, I haven't thought fighting a losing battle. Here, do you know what I mean? I've got a good mind for the fight game. I really have. So your mind, you're all saying pretty much is trained not to kind of think like that. That you are in that situation of fighting a losing battle, is it just to get through it? I'm not saying it's trained because it's, I'm not saying I've trained my mind to do that. That's just the way I think. I'm, it could be a, there could be better ways to think about things, but I've never sat there and thought I'm fighting a losing battle. I've, like, let's say I've had a loss, or let's say something bad's happened in my personal life, which a lot of things have. I've just went, okay, sound, whatever. It's just, let's carry on. I've never like thought, oh, this is not good. This, this is gonna like affect the battle I'm fighting. Never thought like that. What What are the everyday battles for Darren Till then? Away from anything to do with fighting or your kind of your career, what are the everyday battles for Darren Till when he gets up in the morning? I wouldn't really like to say, you because even like now while I'm sat here, mate, I've got a few fucking really stressful battles going on in my personal life, but I wouldn't really like to say. It's just, it's my, it's my bridge to cross, innit? You know what I mean? So... You see me with the smile on my face and people see me, but we've all got them battles. That's just my battle, innit, what I've got. It's just my personal battle, my bridge to cross, and I've just got to get, I've got to get through it, me. I mean, I've got to get through it, you know, we haven't got a lot of a lot of people around me to, to depend on, to be honest with you, so it's just me who's got to get through it. How do you cope with stuff, then? I'm a, I'm a thinker. I'm just a proper thinker. I just, I sit in the dark a lot. I'm just, I'm just a thinker, mate. I just, I feel like... I feel like just thinking just gets over a lot of shit. Like, I'm just a thinker, you know, I just, I like to think a lot. So I do, I'm just fucking constantly on the think. Uh, I don't know. Have you always been like that, though? Yeah, I've always sort of, I've always sort of dealt with me troubles myself. You know what I mean? I've always, like, my last fight, Kug, I got beat, you know what I mean? I fucking feel like I got beat by someone who shouldn't even be able to lace my boots, but that's irrelevant, you know, there's no point making it juice. But as soon as the fight was done, I went into the... Like, Bisping come out to see me, and I was like, just give us a minute. And I went into, like, the green room, as they call it in the UFC, I don't know what they call it in boxing, and I just had a minute, and I just just fucking put my phone to the side, and I was like, right, I'm going to make a video of mistakes where I feel like I've gone wrong. And I just sat there with myself for, like, five, ten minutes and just completely opened up to myself. I don't feel like a lot of people do that, you know what I mean? So maybe they do, but I've always done it, no matter what, in my personal life. And in my fighting life, I've always like said, okay, like what, what what's what's the solution here, or what's the thing going forward? You know what I mean? That's how I've I've always dealt with things. That's a that's a good way to be. Not everyone can be like that. But yeah. that if you almost taking time out to assess what's going on, and it's almost like you're listening to your own advice yeah. in that respect. I don't know. Like, I don't really show the, the mature side of Till a lot, but even in business, like 
when I'm in business with my partners and that I like to I just like to take stock on account of like me like I don't know I like to sit there and go like what have I done wrong in this situation or like about let's say I've had fallings out with people's you know what I mean I don't I don't go I fell out with them or fuck them I always think okay well why are they why are they angry at me for this and why am I angry at them okay sounds and you know can it be mended the relationship I'm not not really or do I want to mend it like there's 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 things there that uh, you know even with some of my family and that's just relationships that can't be mended and I've I've sat there and I'm like where have I gone wrong and stuff like that you know what I mean so that's just how I approach things people are probably different it's probably the wrong it could be the wrong way to approach it but it's worked to me so far you know what I mean would you call yourself like a logical person in that respect yeah I feel like I'm very logical yeah I'm, I'm erratic in, in in some in some aspects but with that as I say, like when I get home overnight, I, I have a good think about things, you know, everything. I have a good think about everything, do you know what I mean? I even have a good think about the way I'm treating people, do you know what I mean? Like, the day-to-day cook, I get it, I, I, you know, wherever I go, you know, it's it's quite hard. You get mad at quite a lot. People want to people wanna piss you no matter what, you know, if you're in the gym or even just walking anywhere. You not don't just, get that yeah, don't you? Not in Liverpool, no, but like, even like, if I'm, you know, like Thailand, I've just been there five weeks, get mad at quite a lot, you know, Vegas and stuff like that. I always think I've treated someone the way they shouldn't have been treated, you know what I mean? I do think like that. So. And normally, do what I treat, I treat everyone all right. I just, I just don't like people taking the piss. If I ever feel like someone's taking the piss, I don't even want to like argue it out. I just want to whack them, you know what I mean? So that's the only thing with me. And then I'll if, if, if I haven't done sort of bad, I'll think in the night, stay taking the piss out of me, I won't be able to sleep down really like, oh. Some cunt took the piss and not and got done about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm quite. I'm a thinker. Would you call yourself an emotional person? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Like, does that mean crying? Does that what? what yeah, does... I was going to ask you. Like, when's the last time like you were fighting back any tears? Is that I no. can't I can't picture you in that situation. Yeah. But then again, I've never I've never fought back tears. I don't think I've ever cried. That uh, it, it, that that hurts quite a lot because I would like to have a little cry. I feel like it probably gets out a lot. But uh, no, I, I can't get a cry out. I, I, I think I am quite emotional, though. I, th- I probably am quite an emotional person in different ways. But I don't know. Maybe it's probably not the best way to describe me being quite a, an emotional person. I mean, you could be emotional, but not, you know, kind of... Not crying. Yeah, you could be angry. yourself in tears. Yeah, I don't know. I've never thought of that. You don't seem like an emotional person. That's why I asked you. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not I am. calling you cold-hearted or anything like that. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not cold-hearted. I've got a heart, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm watching a film and, and we know the film's not real and I see a kid getting hit or something like that, you know, I'm fucking, I'm like, oh, that's... When you've got kids, it's it's even more different as well, but I don't necessarily think I'm, I'm one of the most emotional persons about, like, you know what I mean? Uh, any point in your life, or even now, have you had to fight demons? Yeah. I'm fighting demons right now, Coog, I really am. Fighting a few demons right now, like I am. Uh, I've had to fight quite a few. Uh, as I say, Coog, it's, uh, it's... I don't want to sound like I've had a hard life, but it's sort of been me against the world. I haven't had a lot of people around me, you know. Uh, like, I don't know how to say this, like loving people around me, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't really got a good relationship with, you know, my family. Uh, some of my family members and stuff like that. I, 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 I basically, I've been on my own since I was 15. You know, I've got my kids and all that and and stuff and, you know, my, uh, my girlfriend. But 
I mean, apart from my sort of just me. Have those demons changed since you were kind of in your 20s to now you're kind of hit your 30s now? Or is there kind of a crossover of the same sort of things in your life? I don't know. I think I just think I just think all of us fighters, obviously, especially it's hard sport fighting. It's lonely. I think we're all just fighting some kind of demons, and I think so, most of us deal with it, and all of us deal with it in different ways. You know, uh, for example, like Anthony Joshua when he got beat to Lusik and he done that crazy into after it. I was there, and I was like, it was mad to see it in person. It was like. The guy there then doing that was obviously fighting some demons, you know what I mean? He got judged for that a lot, didn't he? A lot of people made a lot of that more than the loss in some ways. Like his apparent, whatever you want to call it, a meltdown, I don't know how mm. to describe it. His moment, shall we say, that he had. A lot of people kind of judged him over that. I, I think we all did, me included. Uh, but then I think when you look at it, I don't, I don't know. I think he's just... The guy's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders. And he did everything he could... And he still come up short, so he's, it just it just all come out then, you know what I mean? And uh, he should have had like a team mate there, you know, someone proper close to him who cares for him to get him off the mic. But as you say, mate, they were the demons coming out there, and then you know, there's nothing we could all do about it. You know, it was it was it was quite awkward. I swear, like we was in the crowd, it was it was awkward. But and we were all judging it then. You know, I'm not gonna lie, everyone's like, what's he doing? But. At the end of the day, when you think to it now, he's just fucking fighting some demons and it's fucking, it was sad. You know, it's quite sad to, to see, isn't it? But, you know. Do you cope with those for yourself, those demons, in the same way you've spoken to me today about how you deal with a lot of aspects in your life, almost to yourself, without kind of leaning on shoulders or, you know, telling your problems to people and doing it that way? Do you, would you cope with those demons in that same respect of what you were talking about? Yeah, I think uh, as I sit down at night and I take stock of everything, like my life, my personal life, my financial life, me, you know, stuff I've done wrong, stuff I haven't done, I, I, you know, I do take stock of a lot of it, even like the demons, I'll be like, okay. Like, so I do like to think about it all and like, lo I like to think about it logically, do you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, whether it's, it works or not, it's just it's just the way I, I do things, you know what I mean? But, I, to be honest, I've always been one of them guys that, that I've changed my mind now, but I've always been like, oh, I don't need to speak to, to someone, you know, about my problems and all that. But, to be honest, recently I've been coming up, coming around to the, to the thought of that. I've, like, spoke to one or two people about, like, things and they want to help me and then, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, that would probably be a good thing to just sit down and speak to someone and just see what they say. Something I'm assuming that you don't do often. If, never done in my life. Never. I remember years ago, me uh, me me coach Colin was like, uh, he wanted me to, to 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 work with like one of the best guys. Like I don't know what we call them, psychologist or whatever. He was like really good with science and the brain and how it works. He was like, listen, you know, Bellew's gone with him. All these guys have gone with him. You know, try it. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And like after once, I didn't even. I don't even think I just. Like, I don't even think I give it to time of day. I just don't want it. I was like, yeah, it's not for me. I didn't, like, so that's probably the irrational side of me coming out sometimes. And, and I was just like, nah, that's not for me. doesn't work, whatever. I've changed my mind there because I've even read a lot about it and I've, you know, sat there logically in the night thought, nah, hang on, this, 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 this can work. You've just got to, you've got to make it work for you. So, you know. Well, what's changed for you then, apart from you just getting older then? Why are you suddenly coming round to that? 
Potential I, idea. I think maturity. I yeah. think I think that does does happen to you. I'm not saying you, you go from 29 to 30 because I'm 30 now, and you don't all of a sudden get mature. I just think years go by and you just you do you just grow up. Like I'm not trying to say I was like at 25. Mate, I I, I was fuck I fucking lived in all kinds of countries since I was a kid. I, I've been a man me since I've been 18. I've been a fucking man. But you just you just get older and your your brain just opens up to certain things that five years ago you wouldn't have never like give any time to do you know what i mean judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Where, where does your fight spirit come from? I don't mean fight in terms of physical sense. I mean a mental sense. Where's that being instilled from as you've been growing up? Where do you think it's come from? It's come from me. Yeah. Like, no one was a fighter in my family, really. Uh, me, me dad's, me dad's a fucking big guy. He's very menacing to look. He like, looks like a Neanderthal, actually. Like, he looks like a gorilla. Uh, but it's come from me. It's just, I, I started fighting. I was like, right, what do you want to do? And I was like, right, I want to be one of the best. I want to be fucking skillful and that. You know what I mean? Still, I'm still fighting the good fight at thirty. You know what I mean? Like money and all that's important, but it's always been about being a fucking brilliant fighter for me. That's what the goal's always been. So that my spirit comes from me. M- most most of the things I'm doing, I do in fighting, have come from me. My inspirations, me me spirit, it's all come from me. You know what I mean? Would you say in any point of your life that you've had to encounter any form of depression in your life? I don't I don't know, Q, because I don't know. I I might have suffered right with my own piece of depression, but I might not have known it was depression. I might have just fobbed it off for being like a bad day or a bad week or whatever because I don't actually know what what is what is real depression. Mm. Like for me in my mind, real depression is when I don't know, because I've had times like this where you can't get out of bed and you just feeling really fucking low and depressed. Uh, low and down, I'm gonna say, but I don't like is is depression something that it becomes a, a like a, a, a medically thing like or, clinically depressed yeah, you yeah, mean, yeah like I don't know I can't say I, I've ever been depressed because it's depression something that just comes one day and goes so what what is depression no one's ever explained it to me or I've never seen a proper explanation I've just seen the way the world's gone now and anytime anyone has a bad day they come up with this depression thing or like even like let's say for example again the James DeGale thing we all seen what happened the other week like I seen it and I was like the guys are tired don't give a fuck. Then the next day he come out with this the being depressed thing. I was like, no, don't do that. Just for, this is what I do. I just front it. Yeah, I done that. Shouldn't have done it. Sorry for the kids. You know, I'm a role model. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm finished fighting. I haven't got much to look forward to. Boom, that's it. 
all that, like, oh, I'm depressed. He probably is depressed. I'm not trying to get away from it, but I just feel like as soon as something negative happens in someone, like me, if I go out tonight, right, and I cause a storm, which is very possible, yeah, and the next day it's all over the world, which has happened before to me, and then the day after I go, God, listen, I'm depressed. Like, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't think that's the way to do it. Like, because what is depression? So for me, it's too easy nowadays for people to say they're depressed or me struggling with mental health. Like, what is that? I don't know what it is. Maybe I have had it, maybe I haven't. But until someone sits me down and explains what depression is and mental, men mental, mental health is, I, I can't sit here and say I've had it because I don't know what it is. Yeah, because I've, I've spoken to quite a, a few boxers about this and some people have had that kind of, or in between that answer of knowing that they've gone through a certain thing where they believe themselves to be depressed, but then what you said there as well about having a bad day and not getting confused between having a rough couple of days or a rough week to actual what depression is. Um, but do you think that depression is in like boxing and even obviously MMA in, in combat sports because it it's it's like a guarded world in that way, isn't it? A hundred percent, it definitely exists. If if not in f in in anything else, the probably the most in fighting MMA, boxing, and all these combat sports because there's just so much pressure f for a lot of it. Even you know you could be having the worst day of your life and like someone could come along and say. Oh, they could get you on the spot, you want a 15-minute interview and you could treat, treat them bad or someone could ask for a photo and stuff like that. You, you know, it's there's, there's a lot of pressure on, on, on being a fighter. But, like, for me, like, I just can't comment on, on, on what it is. Like, I don't know what it is. So, like, I've seen, obviously, recently as well, like, all the Conor Benton, Conor was saying in an interview, like, he was a little bit depressed after all this. Like... So does it just come on you straight away when all things are like I've had a bad few weeks myself to be honest, Cooper, in my personal life. But I mean, I, I've had a lot of time on my own the past few weeks over, over stuff, some stuff, and that I don't need to go into. But I mean, I can't sit here now and say I'm depressed because I, I just don't know if I am or not. I, I don't think I am. I've been in the gym, jolly. I'm happy. You know, I, I'm going to see my friend now for some food. It's just like. I don't know what to say. I'd probably like to sit here with like Tyson Fury or something and say, like, how was that time when you were depressed or you were suffering, whatever, because he got dead big and he was doing all what he was doing. I mean, I just don't know, mate. I don't know what depression is. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Tyson Fury there. Someone has been an advocator of everything he is, yeah. he's been through in regards of, yeah, mental health, etc. I mean, you spent time with Tyson in the past. I remember he was up here. When was it? Yeah, he's, he's up here all the time, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, Tyson's a, he, he, he's a proper advocate for it. And to be honest with you, I think like, I think as much as Tyson's gone through it, I think Joshua himself has gone through it. And I think even, for example, people like Wilder and stuff like that, like, yeah, I can see in interviews Wilder now to back then, like, he's just a totally different person. And it could be the punches. It probably more than like he is, you know, some of the punches because you take taking punches from every but... Could be a lot to do with like depression and mental health as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know, mate. It's it's a tough old life being a fighter, innit? You're you're around fighters more than me, probably. So, you know, you probably see if some people are having a bad day or a good day. Yeah, I see it from an outside perspective. Uh, being around fighters, tw literally tw like every day of my life, I'm around a fighter or people around in boxing. But I think I've always be I have always been interested to know that 
I, f I think a lot of people in combat sport, whether it's like I said, MMA or boxing, have gone through that. You probably would never know that. Do you know what I mean? And you've said yourself, you may have had it or may have gone through it and you may have not known it. But that might be, like, that might apply to a few different people. I've had bad times, Cougar, I've had bad times. But I've never had times, right? This is how I'm going to try and explain it now, what I, what I think real depression would be. I've never had times, right, where I don't shower, I don't look good in the face, you know, where I haven't brushed my teeth, where, like, uh, you know, I can't eat a good, a decent meal. Uh, you know, I don't get something done that's not, like, you know, if I wake up, I've got shit to do. Like, apart from you, I've got shit to do, mate. I, I get it done. Whether it takes me a day or two, I still get it done. So, I've never had that where I wake up and don't get a shower, where I wake up and can't, like, eat a proper meal, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, I think if all that started happening, I think that's what I'd class depression as. You know, if I was getting up and I, I can't even shower, I can't, me face, you know, me, if your presence is what, you know, you see someone, your presence is what your presence, and I've always had a presence me wherever I go, you know, whatever room I walk into, and it's all, it's to do with the way you walk, the way you carry yourself, but the way you look as well, like, is is your hair all over the place, is, is you, have you brushed your teeth, you know, what, is your skin, is your skin looking like it should be, like, you're meant to have nice skin, no matter what, whether you do drugs or you do whatever, you're meant to have a nice skin, you're meant to take care of your physical appearance, no I'm not saying be a, a girl or not, but it doesn't cost nothing to get a bit of soap on your face, brush your teeth, fucking warm water, you look fine, trust me. So, like, I've never not been able to do that, so I, I can probably say now 95% I've never been depressed. Now, I feel like if that's... if Let's say, for example, Conor Bank is waking up and can't do that, which I don't think he is doing because he still looks fresh-faced, then he's probably not depressed. It's probably just He's probably just having a bad time because of all the dramas now. So that's how I'm going to class depression. Okay. I get what you're saying. I mean, Do you understand what I'm saying? We can't always, obviously, physical. We can see the happiest people in the world out and about. It doesn't mean that, obviously, they're not going through whatever they're going through. But I get what you mean for yourself that if you weren't doing those things, you would then question is there something wrong? Yeah. That's, that's, for how, yourself, I, that's yeah. how I'm going to, like, for myself, class it. Like, if, if I had to do something, go and see someone or something and then I couldn't see them, just purely because I was just... Then I'd say, right, oh, something wrong with me, I don't feel too good. See if I'm having a bad day, and if it carries on and carries on, let's say we're, we're three weeks in now, I'm like, all right, I f I'm feeling a little bit depressed here. I'm depressed. Okay, I need to get out of it myself or, or, or sort it. You know what I mean? That's how I'm going to class it. You fight for yourself, your, your, your kids, your missus. Who fights for you? Who's there in your corner? You mentioned at the start of this about not having that many people kind of behind you or you can rely on, shall we say, that are there for you throughout any situation. But who's there for you? There's, there's a few people. There's, there's, there's probably a good solid five to ten people who, who, who are there for me. I don't need to name them. They know who they are, I know who they are. Whether, whether like, it's from a year or two ago or a year or two in the future, but... I mean, I fight for myself and my kids and my family, obviously, but, you know, it's, it's tough, isn't it, to say, because people come and, go in, come and go in your life, so I don't know. Like, if you're there for me, you're there for me. If you're not, you're not. It's like, I think you, you as a fighter, me as a fighter, I just need to know 
who is there and who isn't. And, you know, that's it. Are you still working that out or is it something you know? I, th I think you just, I think you just go, go, go through. You know what I think happens? I think in this fighting life, and I, I've experienced that, I think you just, you know who's, who's what for what. So <laughs> you could have people there who are your mates, they are your mates, but you don't ever see them when you're partying. So okay, that's my mates for partying. And you got your mates who don't want to party with you, nah, they, they want to do business with you. Like that's me. That you've got yeah, sections. Totally, do you yeah. understand yeah, what I'm saying? Like, and I realised that a few years ago with some mates, I was like, right, they're my mates for partying because they only want to know about partying and getting up to no good. And even my missus has said, listen, you need to stay away from them because they're no good. They're gonna ruin us. They're gonna ruin this, that, the other. So, I think you'd have, you have you some people in your life just serve purposes for you, and you serve purposes for them. And you just have to be honest with yourself. What does this? And and then there's other times where like. Someone can say to you, they're just using you. My reply is always, I'm using them for what they're using me for. Just let's both use each other then. Surely we can do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I've, got, I've got a huge business that's 20 months in, in existence. Block has it. It's a crypto company working with loads of fighters. Took over half the roster of the UFC. Got loads of champions, stuff like that. And it's the same in this business. And I'm learning a lot about it, Kug. It's like... There's a lot of people who, who are using us. And I've just said, turn around, even when we've had these board meetings and that with the CEOs, and I've said, yeah, just just let them use us and we'll use them. Big things are going to happen. They'll make a, a nice sandwich out of it and we'll make a nice few sandwiches out of it. So it's all good. Don't get no hatred to them. They're, they're using you. It's no problem. So, you know, that's, that's how I look at it. I think I totally get what you're saying because I think you see this in, obviously, sport because there's always that relationship between, like, promoter isn't there and, and fighter etc where it's a case of like the promoter's always getting that kind of uh not sticker like that kind of criticism oh you're only using them fighters because if that fight is no good to you then you kind of uh you'd move on to the next person etc and promoters have had that whether that it's in ufc boxing, listen whatever it is. like why why do you think i've got I, i'm no longer with the ufc right and most 95 percent of people at ufc leave on bad terms yeah and there's always a spat with Dana and stuff like that. Why do you think I've got such a good relationship with Dana and and stuff like that? And and because Dana's, listen, I've had a good relationship with Dana. Dana's a decent guy. He thinks I'm a decent guy. But I know what Dana's purpose in the fight game is. He wants to put on the best fights. He's a fan himself. And he wants to make a fucking shit ton of money. So why am I the fighter going to start getting offended when... Dana, Dana's doing them three things. Like, this is what I don't understand. And this is the thing, like, let's say, for example, in boxing, like, Eddie, we just seen Eddie then. Like, people give him shit. Like, okay, maybe he does things wrong sometimes, not so on. But at the end of the day, the man is about making cheddar. So, what are you getting, what, what are you getting your feelings here for? What are you getting so offended for, mate? That's how I see it. He's a promoter. I mean, I'll get totally what you mean. I mean, it, it, it says it in the title of what he does. It says promoter, promoter. We put the definition, cunt. So just, just when you're going to be, just just think promoter, definition, cunt. And you're okay. So stop getting hurt. Stop getting your feelings hurt. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. And you'll be okay. That's why me and Dane, I could, I could literally text Dane and I'll bet you in five minutes he would text me back. I bet you, I bet you any money he would text me back. We're, we're okay. We're good. Do you know what I mean? So, 
That that's that's my advice to all these young fighters coming up, and even all these fighters who, who seem to be getting the fears. It's different. Obviously, sometimes promoters deal. Let's say they do a snaky thing and stuff like that. Mm. You know, I've I've had it myself. Like th then it's different. You know, you confront it. You like, listen. You fucking snaked me. You done this. You done that. Listen, it's a problem. But apart from that, don't be getting your feelings hurt about fucking promoters. It says in the dictionary, cunt. So just there it is. It's there for you in black and white. Love the way you put that. Love the way you put that. But um, I think the reference to a fighter promoter is pretty much similar to life as well, isn't it? About you mentioned there about people using you for certain situations and you using them. So who's using who? Just use each other if it works and you can be polite about it. If you can kind of whatever that situation is, whether you're earning money or whatever, then as long as both people know the score with things. I, th I think through life we're all using everyone, aren't we? Bar a few people who are really close. And who you care and love for in your life, like where you, you like there's people I don't speak to currently that I still want to do good no matter what. I don't want anything from them. Like I just want them to do good in life no matter what. There's there's people, yeah, I probably sit there and go, fucking can't stand that cunt. Hope everything comes like not much because I don't like to think like that, but we all do it. But I think in life we're all just using everyone, and then there's a few we're just not using. We just want to see do good, but both years and you just want to help each other rise. Apart from that, I think everyone's just using everyone. So just use away and just hopefully you both get what you want. Do you know and, what I mean? And crack on. Yeah. yeah, crack on and let's not get it. Let's not get our feelings hurt. And we're all happy and okay. I think I think that that I think that's quite true to be honest. I think yeah. I think there's a lot of lot of truth in in that. I think people. I don't know, when you say it out loud, I suppose people are, are looking at it, but the way you've explained it, and there's, that's 100% pretty much how life works, not just that situation between like a promoter and a fight, but just life in general. 100%. Last one. What drives that fight within you? What's still the factors that drive Darren Till today? Well, I like training hard. I probably like training a bit too hard, to be honest with you. That's probably been my downfall in a lot of things in my career, uh, even like with regards to injuries and losses, I feel like my 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 brain doesn't switch off to the training side. I think I, I don't stop with the training. I'm always like overtraining, no matter what it is. I think that like so that that like drives me. But at the same time, I just want to be a great fighter. I want to like I want to be a slick, good fighter. You know what I mean? So that's probably why I still wake up and do it all. And, you know, I, I want big nights, stuff like that, you know what I mean? And obviously, make a lot of money, you know, money's a good thing, you know, it's a good thing to have, it's a good thing to make, and especially when you're making it like a fighter, you know what I mean? You know, I know there's a, there's a lot of things that must interest us, but I do, I, I do enjoy just waking up, having a good day's training, knowing that there's a big night 10 weeks away, you know what I mean? Probably, oh, to be honest, I'm probably going to fight until I can't fight no more. And I think that's what most of us do, don't we? Because we just can't let it go. You know, uh, I speak to fighters now who've retired and you just, you just see it in them. They're just, they, to be honest, one guy, I, I like to give an example, that belly, you can just see in him, he just he just hates the fact he's retired. He just, it just kills him. And that's another thing, because I used to hate how hard he used to train, he used to train really hard and probably just hates him. You know, he's probably got no goal to, to, to look forward to, probably bit lost in life and that's why most of them go on to do like stuff in the sport like commentary or stuff like that you know what I mean yeah because if you're not involved in the sport in that kind of way whether it's you're training someone or you are in one of the few jobs in like a punditry role then what are you actually doing you're just chasing them glory yeah. nights when you're fighting aren't you so when you finish fighting you're just chasing the
equivalent, aren't you? You want to be the best pundit or something like that. So that's probably what it is. Okay, Mr. Till, thank you very much for appearing on Raw of the Fight Within podcast. Uh, much appreciated. You weren't as hard as I thought you were going to be to get hold of, to be honest with you, because I only spoke to you really this morning. Yeah, you did. And then within, what, seven, eight hours? And I don't, I don't travel to see people, mate. You're I know you very don't. Lucky. I was looking out for you thinking, is there going to be a <laughs> helicopter dropping in? Is there going to be a Ferrari pulling out? Is he going to no, come on a bike? <laughs> I wasn't sure. But Darren, thank you very much um, for talking to me on uh, this podcast. Guys, thank you very much. We'll see you next Monday. Make sure you comment, like, and subscribe. Mr. Till and me, Coogan Cassius, thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.